Hello, everybody. This is Gary Kay, and you're listening to a special ISE edition of my Rants and Rays podcast. We're all heading to Amsterdam in a couple of weeks uh, for the annual ISE show, the biggest AV trade show in the world. And today I'm joined with Matthew Pulsifer, who's a product manager at DVI Gear. Matthew, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing well. Um, hey, I'm, I'm interested in what you're going to do at ISE for a couple of reasons. Uh, you're an adopter uh, of the uh, SDVOE Alliance. You're one of the founding uh, first members of the SDVOE Alliance. Y'all came out with a 10 gig AV over IP system, the 100, the, 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 uh, the DisplayNet 100 product. It's been a while now. It's been at least three or four years, right? Did I get that right? Yeah, that's correct. It's a, it was the DN100 series. Yeah, DN100 series. And, um, and, and y'all are one of the drivers of that industry. You were the, one of the first two or three companies to get in that industry. And obviously AV over IP is big. And, um, and so I'm assuming at, at uh, ISE that y'all will, will uh, come out with some new AV over IP products because if you don't, people are going to be upset. <laughs> well, absolutely, Gary. And um, one of the – DisplayNet is a very prominent part of our booth this year. Uh, we're launching a new product line, the DN150 series. And we, with the DM150 series, we're offering intercompatibility with the DN200 series. And we're going to offer it a, a uh, aggressive price. So we have a new entry-level product that really forms a part of the DN200 system, depending on the capabilities that you need for each endpoint. So was the DN100 not com compatible with the 200? Um, no, the DN100 was capable of 4K30 and the DN200 added 4K60 support. And the DN150 series will support that 4K60 signaling as well. Okay, and, and you still have a controller as a, as a part of the system as well, correct? Yeah, we offer the DisplayNet Manager software and that offers as well as the DisplayNet API engine, which we offer a simple API for integrators to integrate DisplayNet with their own control systems in addition to a very streamlined setup process through DisplayNet Manager. And we've really put a lot of effort into streamlining the software. We have a lot of experience selling high-end matrix switchers and integrating them into our customers' applications. And we've like to take that experience, knowing uh, you know what we know about these applications, and designing our DisplayNet Manager software around the needs of our customers. Well, so it's going to be the DN150 series, um, and again, y'all are uh, one of the Alliance SDVOE Alliance adopters. Tell me, um, I, I know you have another product you want to talk about, but before you do, tell me where you think the industry AV over IP is from the standpoint of. I wrote an article or a blog a couple of days ago where I said that I believe 2019 is going to kind of be the year where the majority of the integrator community is going to switch from, from primarily building their systems, traditional AV matrix type systems, ins and outs, to AV over IP. Um, I didn't say that the industry was going to be overwhelmed, but I basically said that this will be the year, like right now, it, you know, probably if you look at anybody's statistics, it's like 2 to 5% of the market is specking right. AV over IP. My bet is by the end of the year, we'll have about half the market specking AV over IP. Do you agree with that? Do you think that's too fast? I mean, don't just say yes because you make the stuff because you also make traditional. <laughs> that's correct. Um, we do anticipate an aggressive adoption of these eight. SDVOE AV over IP based ma digital matrix switching systems. And just to add on to that, um, one of the reasons we went with SDVOE in the first place is because it offers equivalent performance to a traditional matrix switcher, which is something that we hadn't seen in AV over IP solutions before then. Um, 
And that's why we specifically went with this technology is we don't want to offer anything that's compromised. And um, that's actually another part of our booth this year uh, is we're going to be offering an interactive demo of SDVOE and DisplayNet um, through a racing contest. We've got a high-end racing simulator where you can drive a hypercar around a track a few times. And um, if you get a really low time, we'll give you a fantastic prize. And if you have the best time at the end of the week, we'll give you an even more fantastic prize. So we're trying to really show people that this is equivalent to a high-end matrix switcher or even just a direct HDMI connection to the source device. This is not just a, uh, when people say AV over IP, I really think that I know as a guy with IT experience and that background, I immediately assumed, oh, it's H.264 over the internet. And it's really quite far from that in performance. And we want to show that. So yeah, you'll be in Hall 1, uh, booth M100, M as in Mary 100. Um, so tell me about the new Hyperlite uh, uh, product that you're going to launch at ISE. Absolutely. So our, we've seen a lot of success so far with our Hyperlite DisplayPort cables. They're the AOC cables. And, um, and when you say AOC, what does that mean? The active optical cables. Okay. So this yeah. allows for far greater extension uh, distances than you would with a traditional copper cable. And it's powered by the jack. You just plug it into your source device on the source end and the destination device, the display on the display end, and it just works. And um, what we're adding to that is an HDMI cable to the Hyperlite family. And through our market research, we found that the performance of existing HDMI AOC cables is sometimes inconsistent. There are compatibility issues with certain devices on both source and display. And we feel like, you know, we've done a lot of QA and a lot of testing to, to really ensure that when we launch our cable, it performs very well. So we're very excited to launch the HDMI um, Hyperlite AOC cables. Additionally, they uh, offer a, they have interchangeable sleds on the ends of each side. So you can change the cable from being a micro HDMI cable to a full size HDMI cable, a DVI cable, or a uh, DisplayPort cable from source to an HDMI destination. And do those just snap on or how does that work? Yeah, the, uh, the actual connector is a micro HDMI connector and they just have these sleds that you just slide the connector into and it changes it into a different type of cable. Oh, that's cool. So then basically um, that allows you to spec the length and then just spec the connectorization uh, after the fact. Exactly. If you have an HDMI destination display or a DVI destination display, you just run the cable. And then for the source device, we offer the micro HDMI, HDMI, DVI, or display port connectors. And you can just swap those at will. It'll adapt it to HDMI on the other side. So I think that there's a quite a bit of a potential for that. My immediate thought goes to conference rooms where you have people with different machines and different connectors. They can just plug in and go. And they're very thin and very light. We can go, uh, the cables start at five meters and they go up to 100 meters as well. You mean when you say very thin, very light, like how thin are they? Like are they, they have a jacket around them or is it like you see the fiber optic cable and it's really, really small? Describe it to me. Um, it's a little bit wider than a fiber optic cable. They're <laughs> flat. Okay. Um, in the context of a display port or HDMI uh, video cable, they are absolutely tiny. 
Okay. They're cool. very flexible and durable because we're uh, reliant on uh, durable plastic fiber. Very interesting. Okay. So that's the, the, H, the Hyperlite HDMI AOC. Is that what you said it's called? Yes. And okay. we've got the interchangeable sleds that go on the end of them that allow you to use it as a different type of cable. All right. So then uh, don't forget what, what you need to do is, um, <clears throat> I mean, I think everyone should go by the SDVOE booth. Um, I'm going to have uh, Justin Kennington on a, uh, the SDVOE uh, executive director on a call on a podcast later. But uh, obviously, DVI Gear is one of the initial adopters, one of the founding members. Uh, Hall 1, uh, M100, of course, dvigear.com. Matthew, thank you very much for your time today. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you at uh, ISE in just a few weeks. Thanks, Gary. It's been a pleasure. They're going to do a driving simulator. They're going to give away prizes. I mean, the one thing about the simulator, I'm I'm, I'm hoping it's 4K, is that it'll show you sort of like the real-time because uh, there is a difference. I mean, you know, my, my, I hope you go read my blog that I wrote because uh, it's all about AV over AP. I'd love to get your input, comment on it, if you will, Matthew, because one of the things I was saying is that, look, there's a place for one gig, there's a place for 10. You got to have both. As an integrator, you got to sell both. You can't just put 10 gig everywhere because it's just going to price you out, but you can't just put one gig everywhere either because there's applications like what you're talking about, simulation type application where you need more real time and you, don't, you can't have any data loss and you need the bandwidth where it's going to be uh, applicable so that, that I think that everyone really needs to get educated and learn what the different options are. I hope you agree with that. Absolutely. And you know, the demo is going to be in 4k 60 and the real takeaway that we're trying to push is you can't drive a hypercar if you have latency. Yeah, exactly. Cause if you're, if you're uh, if you know, a half a second, delayed or even a quarter of a second delayed, uh, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. And we've got the controls going over the uh, display net unit as well over USB extension. So it's really yeah. a test. Well, good. We'll see it at the booth. Uh, thank you for joining me and everyone. Uh, appreciate you listening. Of course, all of our ISC coverage is on our website now at ravepubs.com slash ISE2019. And thank you very much.